don't go changing on me. Net neutrality. Please don't go changing on me. On a uh, Friday, July 6th. Biggest stories that we're covering today. There's three big ones. The Thai uh, rescue. Uh, bad news there. One of the Navy divers on his way back from the cave uh, died due to lack of air. Oh, that's a tough one. That uh, makes it even more difficult or at least uh, increases the chances of them not uh, rescuing these kids via those uh, passageways. And EPA Chief Scott Pruitt resigns. Uh, Andrew Wheeler is the new acting head of the EPA, a former coal lobbyist. Sure, why not? And then the trade war is going completely crazy. They started big time. All right, now uh, let's go into a little bit of talking tech with Rich DeMuro. Uh Morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Hugh Bell. Hey, there we go. All right, so much going on. Let's start with uh, the net neutrality bill and California saying uh, there will be net neutrality, even though the feds have said, uh, oh, no, no, uh, the FCC has uh, said that the providers can, in fact, charge different prices and can reduce the speed of uh, certain recipients. Uh, how does that work? Would you explain that a little bit? Well, I mean, according to the government now, if you're a Internet provider, you have the right to do what you want, basically, with the lines that you have. So if, let's say, you want to charge uh, a little premium for you to access Netflix at the highest speed possible, uh, you're, you're allowed to do that. And these were rules that were sort of overturned recently, back in June, uh, that the Obama administration had put in place, and now they are taken away. And no, no provider has gone out and done this just yet, but you can see how they're still crafting their plan and figuring out, because all the companies, the big cable companies like the Time Warners of the world and the AT&Ts of the world, they don't want net neutrality because their argument is that, hey, we own these lines. We can do as we like with them. Right. And they, the, they provide the service. That's, that's true. Now, I have, right. two, I have two questions. Number one, uh, practically, how do you do that? I mean, technically, in terms of high speed, low speed, and split it up. Well, it's the same way they do it uh, with the cell phones right now. So when you have a cell phone plan that is sort of limited, let's say you have a four gigabyte plan, right? Well, when you're putting data through that pipe that Verizon owns at four gigs, they say, all right, we're going to slow you down. And their servers, every request that comes from your phone, their server just slows it down. Uh, and I had this happen to me with AT&T. I went over my data, and I literally couldn't use my phone because the data was so slow that I couldn't even bring up a web page. And as soon as your new um, cycle kicks in, you know, the next month, it goes back to speed. So they have the technology to do right. this. It's very easy. It's just a server saying, hey, we're seeing Rich's request. He's requesting his Netflix stream. Uh, he's not paying us our premium for that. Let's so slow him down. down. All right. The next question is, how does a state overturn a federal policy because uh boy you talk about uh the commerce clause if this isn't interstate commerce going across state lines i don't know what is well i feel like california has done this over and over in various ways and uh, it's one of the benefits of being a consumer in california i think we have some of the strongest regulations for consumers here now that's just as a consumer i'm not a lawyer but that to me, seems like I see laws protecting us more here than other states. Oh, that's true. And by the way, I pretend to be one. You know that, don't you? Yes, of course. That's why I like to default to you with these kind of things. Yeah, and I was about to default to you. See, we're going to have a default war. <laughs> it's going to be like Alexa and Google talking to each other. 
Um, so, I mean, the reality is, how do they do that? Well, they're going to fight it out in court. And this this hasn't taken effect. I mean, basically, our lawmakers have decided this is our future, right? And they still have to – it has to go to the governor's office and all this stuff to be passed into law. I don't see it – I see that happening. Let's put it that way. But then, of course, it's going to be up to the government and California to fight it out and say, well, who has jurisdiction here? And California saying we're protecting our citizens, we're protecting our residents. And uh, the government saying, well, we have these rules. But in reality, for the tech companies, Companies, it's going to be kind of messy because, I mean, it, it takes a lot of extra infrastructure and programming to come up with the protocol that says, okay, I'm Rich DeMuro. I'm sitting here in California accessing my account for Netflix, and it can't be slowed down. But what happens when I travel to North Dakota? Now is it slowed down, even though I'm using my same provider? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, as I, I, as that's why I asked the practical question, how do they uh, do it and just make it work? Although the argument is going to be, and now we're having a policy discussion, uh, if you own the process, can you not charge what you want? And, and and isn't there enough competition out there where they fight against each other? That's certainly the case when it came to the contracts. Remember, everybody used to have contracts. I'm probably the only human being in the world left that has a contract with Verizon. They all gave it up, and they're fighting like crazy. Right. So why wouldn't the same thing not happen with the providers? Well, the the main problem with that is that there's not enough pipes coming into your house with different providers. With got wireless, it. you've got four choices, you know, um, soon to be three. Whereas with Internet, I know for my house, I do have two choices and potentially a third. Now, here's the deal. If, if Wi-Fi or sort of wireless Internet becomes big, all this will be a moot point because I do think we will see a lot of competition. And so right now we're in that in-between stage where AT&T paid a lot of money to lay these wires where time warner paid a lot of money they want to get their money's worth while it's hot all right we're gonna come back if you can don't mind hanging on uh, one more segment i got a couple more things to ask you this is kfi jennifer jones handle here on a uh, friday july the 6th big stories that we're covering the trade wars are going balls to the wall now they just kicked in and the market is taking it in stride, interestingly enough. Uh, the Thai rescue, a couple of uh, bits of news about the Thai rescue. There's uh, been one Thai diver who died. His air tank ran out of uh, air. And um, Elon Musk has now joined the rescue effort. And I'll tell you about that a little bit later on. All right, back to uh, Rich DeMuro, our tech guy. And Rich, thanks for hanging on uh, for the second segment. Okay, here is a California law that actually makes sense to me, and not many do. And that is, if you can subscribe online, which of course is the easiest thing in the world because uh, subscriptions they love, you should be able to cancel online also. You think that would be logical. Why not? Why does it take a law in California to do that? Well, because they want to keep you as a subscriber in any method possible. But this is a great new law for California uh, consumers. Uh, they call it Senate Bill 313. A lot of kids will be talking about it this weekend. July 1st, it went into effect, and basically California says, look, if you can sign up for that service online, like you just said, you have to be able to cancel that same service online. And here's the deal. A lot of these new services like Spotify 
Audible, you know, anything where you're listening to stuff or, or subscribing digitally, a lot of those companies like Netflix, they let you cancel with a click. It's a lot of these other companies, these scammy companies. Uh, you sign up for a free trial. You sign up for a couple weeks of a newspaper subscription, and it's super easy. You see the ads every day, but then when you go to cancel, they're like, yeah, I have to call an 800 number. In fact, on my website, when I put the, the picture, I went to find a picture of a company. Wall Street Journal does this. Uh, it says, we do not accept any... Any cancellations by email, by fax, by any way except calling our 800 number. And when you call that 800 number, what do they do? They try to convince you to stay. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was, uh, I had a huge fight when uh, I remember going uh, from, uh, oh, what was it? It was either a phone uh, package. It was uh, when I uh, switched uh, phone uh, providers. And it was crazy. Why are you quitting? Uh, because I want to quit. Well, is there anything we can do? No, I simply want to quit. And it went on and on. Can I ask you why you're quitting? Right. No, you can't. It's none of your business. Well, what can we do? And at the end of it, I literally had to say, are you stopping me from quitting? Is and this going to take a lawsuit? I know this is being recorded. And then he backed down. Well, here's another part of the plan you'll like then. So another provision of this new law, which is a law, by the way, so this is something that is in effect. You have to be able, as a company, you have to be able to accept a letter from the person. So I can send an email now that says, hey, here's my account number. I would like to terminate service. And they have to accept that as your termination. So they can't say, you know, if you do this with like a gym, let's say, and they're like, no, we can't accept a letter. You got to come in. You got to fill out some paperwork. You got to talk to the membership consultant. No longer. So it's like no BS anymore. And I think that's a really interesting one because I think we're going to see a bunch of websites now that actually create these letters for you that, you know, if you want to cancel your gym or your cable or whatever it is, they'll draft the letter for you automatically. You just pop in your account number and a couple of pieces of information. Um, one, by the way, Bill, one app that I really like for all this stuff, it's called Truebill. I use this and we, there's so many subscriptions we have, right? This actually keeps track of all your subscriptions for you automatically and it tells you how much you're spending a month on them and it also alerts you you if your bill goes up. So for me, you know, my car insurance actually went up by $9 in the last uh, couple weeks, $9 a month. It alerted me to that. My cable bill went up by $10 a month. It told me about that. Plus they help you cancel as well. Now I think they're going to really get a big boom in California because it's going to be way easy for them. You know, it's fascinating to uh, note what a bunch of whores they are. Well, no, it's not. Everybody knows what a bunch of whores they are. But this is where uh, the law does, is uh, way behind technology. That well, as yeah, new yeah. as new advances come in, the law has to try to keep up, and it never does. Well, I, and I give them credit for this because this is one of those things where I've been saying on Twitter for years. It's like, look, if I can sign up online, let me cancel online, and it's engineered to be a failure for the consumer, which is never good. And I get it. Some of these companies, like the newer ones, they, they understand. But here's the thing: if you're letting people cancel online, you have to be really good. And you have to understand that the churn is going to be greater because when people can cancel online, oh, sure. I mean, it's a, it's just it's a no brainer. It's like two clicks. Now, here's the other thing I talk about: uh, spot, uh, not Spotify, but iTunes. Right now, you subscribe on your iPhone to something, right? Well, it's pretty easy to cancel because you can go into your iTunes account. But how tough is it to actually find that cancellation menu? And so here, I'll tell you where to find it. You go into the iTunes store on your phone, you scroll all the way down to your Apple ID, you tap there, you say View Apple ID, you put in your password or your face for Face ID, then you scroll all the way to the middle of that page where it says subscription. 
extensions, you tap there, and it will show you all your subscriptions, and you can go through those. Guess what? Apple is making a choice to make that really tough because they could make it one tap, right, in your settings to, hey, manage my subscriptions. Why, why don't they do that? Because they're helping these apps that prey upon us, and we sign up for it, and you forget about it. They get an extra month out of you before you find the cancellation page. Yeah, I was uh, fascinated after reading a, a bunch of stories as to the sophistication level. I mean, with psychologists and uh, time usage experts, I mean, it's a whole industry. Where is the sweet spot where you can make it difficult enough for people that they will accept it uh, and not so difficult as there becomes an uproar? And uh, it is, uh, I, I guess that just that bar keeps just going up and up. A case in point. Uh, whenever you call, and uh, especially when you're uh, calling any kind of a service, uh, and uh, you have a phone number that says, please call, and you do, and then you're put on hold, and then the recording comes in, uh, or the person answers, hi, uh, we're, this, this call is being recorded for uh, training and quality assurance purposes, which drives me nuts. It has nothing to do with training. It has nothing to do with quality assurance purposes. It has to do with protecting them when we sue their asses off. Right, because when was the last time someone from a company called you and said, hey, we noticed that uh, you had a tough conversation with this person. Can we help you out? No, that that never happens. So they're not listening for our benefit. They're listening for theirs. And it's just utter utter lies. But then again, that is uh, the way it goes. One quick one. I know there's uh, five Amazon Prime deals you can get right now. Give me the top one. Oh, right now, let's see. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the Echo Show, which is basically their uh, screen tablet. Uh, it's kind of an Alexa with a screen. It's at its lowest price ever. It's $100 off. It's at $130. And that's the lowest price we've seen uh, since this launch. Normally, it's 229 so or two, uh, $250, something like that. Um, so that's a great deal. You can get uh, a Kindle. If you've never purchased a Kindle book before, you can get a $10 credit towards uh, Kindle books if you buy one. So if you buy a $10 Kindle book, you can get yeah. a $10 credit. So. I love my Kindle until I started using my iPad. All right. Uh, Rich, thank you. We'll talk again. Uh, thank you very much.